Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. We just praise him and we're thankful uh, for his presence today. We'd like to invite your attention to the book of Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Deuteronomy chapter number 28 is where we're going to to begin to, today. We want to talk about what we left off on, on on Wednesday night. And Wednesday night we, we dealt with automatic blessings and we dealt with conditions uh, that goes along with these automatic blessings. Um, a lot of times we think that automatic blessings are just uh, materialistic, but it goes beyond that. Uh, we will see that in the scripture when we realize that it does go beyond materialistic things. And we are thankful and we're grateful uh, for what God is wanting to share with us this morning. Amen. 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 And Father, we thank you now. We pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, that you would just bless your word. And God, we pray for every hearer of your word. And not only hearers, but doers of your word. Now, Father God, hide me behind the cross. Use me for your glory, Father God. And God, I thank you right now. I stand in, in, in righteousness and I stand in holiness, asking the Father God to forgive me for all of my sins and any transgressions. And God, we thank you for being renewed day by day. Thank you, Lord God, for your mercy today. And we just praise you and we honor you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. All right, Deuteronomy chapter number 28. As we forestated that on, on Wednesday, we talked about um, the, uh, some conditions um, when it comes down to automatic blessings. As the body of Christ, if we follow what the word says, blessings are supposed to automatically come according to his word. Uh, in chapter 28, in, uh, um, in verse, uh, verse 1 in, in chapter number 28, is we dealt mostly with that on Wednesday night. And, and, and it talked about how we have to diligently hear uh, the voice of God. And when we diligently hear the voice of God, it, uh, it says to observe and to do. When we diligently observe the voice of God to observe and to do what God has called for us to do, what happens is God says that when we keep his commandments, then God lets us know that we're going to be, going to be blessed behind it. But, you know, uh, one of the things God also revealed with us on, on Wednesday is that we cannot just be hearers of the word, but we have to be doers of the word. Uh, in the book of James, it, it talked about how we can be doers, uh, I mean, hearers of the word and not a doer. And, and what happens in that is just like seeing them oneself in the mirror. When, we, when we're looking at ourselves in the mirror, then we can see all the blemishes, we can see all the uh, defects and all the uh, 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 pimples and all that stuff that's there. But oftentimes when we walk away, uh, walk away from that mirror, we forget uh, what manner of man is what the book of James say, what manner of man we are. So in order to, to, to receive these automatic blessings, and God says we have to keep his commandments, then we have to become doers of the word. It's not enough to be just a hearer of the word. But we have to be a doer of the word. Amen. Now, uh, looking at Deuteronomy chapter number 28, I'm going to read this verse 1, but we, we've already kind of talked about what we, what we dealt with it on, on Wednesday. It says, and it shall come to pass. And that one word, if, is what we, we basically hung with on Wednesday. If is a conditional. It's, it's conditional. And it shall come to pass if 
thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. See, there's, a, there's an elevation when we keep the commandments of God. God's word says, if we love him, we'll keep his commandments, right? That's what we say, if, if we love him. So even there, that word if is still conditional. So uh, keeping God's command is, shows us whether or not we actually love God. Amen? Amen. So now let's look at verse number two because we're going to kind of dissect and as long as my, the Lord allow my mouth to stay numb and calm from all this medication I got in it, we'll be all right. Amen. Now, verse number two says, And all of these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shall do what? Hearken. Hearken means to listen unto the voice of the Lord thy God. There's a listing here. But he says all of these blessings will come upon thee. And then it says not only to come upon us, but to overtake thee. If, if there's that word again, that's that condition. If thou shalt hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. So in other words, when we hear the voice of God and we obey God's word and do what God's word say, God said we'll be overtaken in blessings. Anybody been overtaken uh, automatically in blessing, just overtaken, overtaken, overtaken? See, that's what God's word says here. He says, you know, these things will come upon you. You know, it, 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 in other words, you'll be chased down by the blessings of God. Amen. Now, looking at verse number three, and we're going to deal with the blessings it outlines here in the scripture. Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Now, verse number three says, Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Now, when we look at the word uh, in the Hebrew, that one word city there, when we begin to break that word down, that word means the opening of the eye. The Hebrew meaning for that word city there in this text means the opening of the eye. So what does that mean, the opening of the eye? So he says you're blessed. You're blessed in the city. You're blessed in the opening of the eye. When you think about the eye, eye represents vision. So the first thing that we will understand is this. It is that when we obey God and become doers of his word, one of the things that will take place will be the, your vision will be open, the opening of your vision. Okay? Now, why is that so important? Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter number 3. 1 Samuel chapter number 3. Keep your place in Deuteronomy chapter number 28. But we'll look at 1 Samuel chapter number 3. 1 Samuel chapter number 3. Talking about vision. Talking about vision. Because one thing, when we keep God's commandments then uh, there will be an opening of your vision. Amen? Now, chapter 3 and 1 Samuel, verse number 1, and it says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was uh, precious in those days. There was no what? Open vision. So, so when, 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 when we keep the word of God, 
and we become doers of the word of God and keep his commands, the first, the first part of the blessings that will be released to us, the vision, your vision will be open. Vision will be open. And then it says this. It says uh, not only will your vision be open, but then it says uh, it should be blessed shall thou be in the field. Now, that word field there represents enlargement. In other words, it means to spread. So not only will your vision be open, but your vision will be spread. It will be enlarged. Your territory will be enlarged when we keep the commands of God. Amen? Because that's part of it. Now, let's look at Second Chronicles. Now, First Chronicles. I've got just a few scriptures. First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter number 4. Because we're talking about vision. You're talking about the enlargement of vision. First Chronicles chapter number 4. We're going to stay there and, and, and keep your hand in 28. Deuteronomy chapter number 28 because we want to talk about automatic blessings. Amen. Amen. First uh, Chronicles chapter number 4. Are we there? Uh, looking at verse number 10 because we're talking about uh, enlargement of your vision, enlargement of your territory. Verse 10 says, And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest do what? Bless me. Indeed. And then he asked this, and enlarge my coast. The coast there means his, enlarge his territory. In other words, he wants the limits removed. Amen. So when we're talking about automatic blessings and, and, and keeping the commandments of God, automatically that comes an enlargement of your territory. In other words, your vision begins to be enlarged. Amen. First of all, your vision has to be open. Then if God says, if you continue to walk therein, then what happens, your vision will be enlarged. Now he says, he says, enlarge my coast, meaning territory, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou would keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. But look at the latter part of, of verse 10 in First Chronicles 4. It says, and God granted him that which he requested. So in these automatic blessings that if we, if going back to verse number one, if we keep his commandments, the God says that if we love him, we'll keep his commandments. God says the first thing will happen will our vision will be open. There won't be no closed vision. You know how they sometimes we say, well, I don't quite understand what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, that there's no vision. I, I can't see. I don't know. But here, when we do as God has ordained in his word, our vision will be blessed. And then there's going to be an enlargement of the vision. Amen. It won't be the, the, the place where we are. You know how you have a small vision. All of a sudden, God just blow that thing up. And you wonder how in the world did it get blowed up? That's because we're walking in the way of God. Amen? But we want to talk about being uh, over, order, those blessings coming automatically. Coming automatically. Now, verse number 4 says this. It says, Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Now, there's a, there's a lot that's going on in that verse. The first thing he's, he talks about in, in automatic blessings, the second thing, and talking about the automatic blessings, once your vision is open, then the next thing to be blessed, it, it says the fruit of the body. Now, that word body there, it, that word body there, it means uh, your womb. So your womb is going to be blessed. Well, 
We're not talking about the natural womb, but we're talking about spiritually. In other words, the birthing canal. So once we keep the commands of God and become doers of his word, automatically then you're going to begin to birth things spiritually. See, your birthing canal is going to be opened up. I mean, everything you put your hand to, God's going to bless it. Amen? So we're talking about automatic blessings. And then he goes on, he talks about um, uh, the ground, he talks about the word cattle. Now, the word cattle is, is very, very significant. He says, and the fruit of thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle. Now, the word cattle, this is ironic, the word cattle there in the Hebrew means mute. Hmm. In, in other words, God says, when you think about somebody that's mute, that's a silent place. So God says uh, there will not be any unproductive uh, uh, places in our life. Amen. When we keep his commandments and be doers of the word of God. It's so important to be a doer of the word of God. So God says there will be no unproductive places. Have anybody ever put their hand to the plot and seemed like it didn't produce anything? And you wonder why? But God says when you begin to continuously walk in his commandments, he says what will happen is then you'll no longer become unproductive in whatever you're doing, going about to do. So whatever God has, has assigned for your hands to do, God says because you have continued to walk in his commandments, God says at this point now, not only is your, will your vision increase, he said, but you, you, that which you birthed, it, it's going to come alive. Amen? You, you, it, it will not be unproductive. So don't worry about being un, unproductive because God says because of what you're doing, and I have to say that for House of Destiny, because of what you're doing and the life that you're leading and the way you're walking, God is, is blessing. God is, is producing. We're talking about on a spiritual level. Amen? So you're birthing. birthing. You know, we talked about uh, women giving, giving birth to children, and, and sometimes you know, it's, it's painful. But whenever it's painful, we have to understand there's something that's about to happen. Amen. You can't birth anything without pain. Amen. You can't birth anything without pain. You're going to experience some type of pain in the birthing process. And then the word goes on to say, he says, there will be the increase of the kind. Now, some people will look at this text and immediately they will think about, they're talking about animals. Well, that's why we, we teach here you've got to go deeper than what's on the surface. Now, here that word kind means not only when you begin to walk in the commandments of God and, and do the will of God, it, that word there means to, uh, kind means to learn, it means to teach, it means to alter knowledge. That's powerful. When we begin to continue to walk in the commandments of God, God says, you will no longer be silent. You won't be mute. He says, begin, you're going to be able to teach others. You're going to be able to alter knowledge. That's powerful. Because there's so many people today, they do not have the knowledge of the kingdom of God or the word of God. Amen? So now God says, just, just about keeping his command. That's amazing. Because it's conditional. He says, if, that, that two-letter word, that's if, that's conditional, all these blessings will automatically come. Automatically, you're going to have knowledge. Automatically, your vision will increase. It's, it's, it's an automatic thing according to the word of God. Anybody feeling me? Amen? Are you feeling me? Amen? So I was like, God, that is so awesome. And then he says this in verse number 5. He says, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Mm. 
Blessed shall be thy basket. In other words, you'll never be empty. You'll never be empty. Okay, let's look at um, Second uh, Chronicle. No, Second Corinthians. Let's look at Second Corinthians. We're going to remain there and and twenty-eight. Now we're going to make sure we stay there. Second Corinthians, chapter chapter nine. Second Corinthians. Yeah, chapter number nine. Remember now, talking about that basket. You know, you'll, you'll never go lacking, is what God says. Even though sometimes when we look at things, we will, it appears that, you know, financially we are not where we need to be in our mind. But if we keep his commandments and continue to, to walk in the way of God and do the things that God would have us to do, he said, there's something about the basket. I mean, you will, you will continuously uh, have more than enough. Second Corinthians chapter number 9. Are we there? All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to go back and read verse number 6 here uh, um, because I, won't do, I wanted to start with verse 8, but we're going to go back to verse 6. Second Corinthians chapter number 9. It says, But this I say, he which soweth what? Sparingly shall reap also sparingly, and he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Every man, according as he purposes in his heart, so let him give, not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loveth a cheerful giver. Now, I think the people, some people that run with Malachi 3 and 8 so much, they've forgotten what the Scripture says here in the New Testament. It's how God has purposed it in your heart. See, it's the attitude of giving. Amen? It's that attitude. Amen? Then verse number 8 says, and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that ye always, always now, always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. So God says in, in, in keeping his commandments and, 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 doing, and being a doer of the word of God, God says here, you'll have all sufficiency. You'll have more than enough. You, you won't run out, you know, because, see, that's what God is saying in his word. I mean, all sufficiency. I'm like, okay, God, I, I don't understand. I may have a short year. What, what, what does that mean? You know, he, when he talks about having all sufficiency in all things, then he talks about how we're going to abound. Now, I'm going to show you through the scripture how we were abound and how God himself will bless us in such a way that it will literally blow our minds because in actuality you really have it, you just don't know you have it. Sometimes we expect it to be increased every, all the time, but sometimes God rains down on us so much we've got to learn to do like the ant. You know how the ant gathers up and he stores it up for, for a later time? See, that's how God throws his blessings on us. Sometimes we, we, you know, we become careless. Now, let's look at the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter number 25. In Leviticus chapter number 25. Talking about automatic blessings. Automatic. You know, there are conditions. There are conditions when it comes down to automatic blessings. Automatic blessings. You know, he said, if you do this, God said, I will do this. And, and God is not a God that will lie, right? God is not a God. Whatever God tells us he's going to do, that is exactly what he will do. Now, Leviticus chapter number 25. Let me show you how God works. Amen? How, how the Lord works. 
how God works. Leviticus chapter number 25. Trying to make sure we all get there. Amen. Amen. Because he says we'll have more than enough. It'll be sufficient. Sufficient. Leviticus chapter number 25. And we're going to begin reading at verse number 18. Are we there? Verse number 18 says, Wherefore ye shall do my Wherefore ye shall do my statutes and keep my judgments and do them, and ye shall dwell in the land of safety. Now, once again, he's talking about uh, carrying out his commands. Amen? Now, but then he says you're going to be in a place of safety. But watch what he says when we keep his commandments, when we do the thing God has called for us to do. Now, verse number 19 says, And the land shall yield her fruit, and ye shall eat your field, and dwell therein safety. In other words, you will not be unproductive. That's what the Word of God is saying here. And then verse number 19, uh, 8, 20 says, And if ye shall say, What shall we eat the seventh year? Behold, we shall not sow, nor gather in our, in our increase. Then verse 21 says, Then I will command my blessing. Look at it. See, God commands blessings. He said, then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for how many years? Three years. Sometimes God blesses us in such an abundance, it's, it's far more than what we actually need. Amen. But we have to have wisdom and put it up, right? Because you know how when God over, there's an overflow, and you have an overflow in your life, and some who are like, oh, my God, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with all this. If I like that man, you know, built that barn, and, you know, he was going to sit back and relax. We're not talking about that type, that type of overflow because he had a selfish attitude. But there comes a time, and I think God has been preparing his people that hard times are coming. So what God does is he gives us more than enough. He gives us enough so that in a three-year span, God said, okay, I'm going to bless you with this. Anybody been blessed with money? You know, um, money, it seems like money just come. And then, uh, you, you, know, you know, things just come. Amen. And we wonder sometimes, like, okay, God, what's really going here? What am I to do with this? I need to bless everybody. Well, first of all, we need to ask God, God, why are you sending this my way? Because God never sends us things our way without him having a purpose and a plan. Amen. Because one thing I've learned, I, I've learned this and I hadn't learned nothing else. Now, you, as God blesses uh, uh, each individual, and he tells us what we need to do and how we need to do it, you'll always find you're going to have a whole lot of friends, right? You're, 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 they, you know, they know you got some goods. Amen. They, let me put it, they fair weather friends. I'll put it that way. They, 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 they know you got, you look, it appears like you're doing real good. Amen. All of a sudden, here they come, they want to borrow, right? Now, they blow theirs, but now they open your cupboard trying to get what God has given you. See, that's where wisdom comes in. A lot of times we're like, oh, I, I, you know, if we want to feel guilty, oh, I know I should bless, you know, I should bless up. But listen, if God blesses everybody, you know, he blesses. It's just how we manage and how we handle what we have. Amen. Here he says now, in, that, in the verse he says, He commands the blessings upon them in the sixth year, and it shall, bring, it shall bring forth fruit for three years. In other words, you'll have so much. you have so much. You're just like, I don't know what to do with all this. That's such an overflow. But God is preparing you for those years where you will not be productive. 
See, there are times in our life when one year is not as productive as the next year. That's when you have to learn to put up. You know how you know when God blesses you and then all of a sudden you say, well, I need to go buy this and I need this and I need this. You know, you know anybody been there in that need system? You know, but yet for five years you've done without it. Now, how can it be a need? If you've done without it for five years, how can it be a need? It couldn't have been a need. So now what we do is we use it as an excuse to go out and waste what God has given us. But God has given us that because he knows hard times are coming. So because hard times are coming, then he says you need to put that up. Amen? And, and, and then we'll be careful with them fair-weather friends now because once they, they blow theirs, then they're going to want yours too. Amen? So God is preparing us for the hard times to come. Hard times are coming. Amen? Last night, you know, my, my, I got tickled um, about, I guess about 9.30. My daughter called. She said, Mama, she said, there's no gas in, in, in Boiling Springs anywhere. All the gas, all the gas stations are without gas. I said, what do you mean they're all without gas? They had everything taped off and they couldn't get any gas. And so I said, I said well, won't you, instead of wasting what gas you do have, I said, why don't you get on the phone, cell phone, and begin to call some of these stations to see who has gas. Amen. Uh, because, you know, if you know you got to go to church and you know you got to go to work, you can't ride out what little bit you have. So at that point, I said, she said, well, will you call? And I, I started dialing some numbers. And lo and behold, the people on our side of town on 221, where those gas stations, they had gas. I don't know what it was about Boiling Springs that everybody went and got gas till they, till they emptied the gas tanks, you know. But the fact remains is we got to always be prepared because we don't never know what is going to happen? Hard times are coming. But God says, I've automatically blessed you. So when that time comes, make sure we use wisdom. Because he's, there's going to be such an, uh, such an increase, such a magnitude. Anybody been storing up stuff, putting up? And we're like, oh, no, I don't, I don't think we need no. Yeah, we do. Because there will come that time when things will become more and more difficult to get. Amen? Amen. Now, verse number 22 says... Now watch this. He says now he's going to give you enough to, uh, in that six year, in that one year, six is the number of man. He said so, so that three years later you're still going to have more than enough. Okay. Verse 22 says, and ye shall sow the what? The eighth year. Now the word eighth, that means a new beginning. See, now you're, you're, you're going to start all over again. God said you're going to sow in that eighth year, which is the new beginning. Then he says, and eat ye of all fruit. Until the ninth year. In other words, he says, now look, as you're going to sow in that eighth year, in that new beginning, but you're still going to eat from that old fruit that you got. See, and eat yet of the old fruit until the ninth year. In other words, God says, when I blessed you, and he already has, because he says in his word, if we keep his commandments, if that's the condition, amen, then what happens is you got, you got that storehouse to eat. You, you go back and eat, eat from the old fruit. It's still good. But the thing is, what happens is we want to waste that and we want to celebrate and enjoy. And God said, no, no, no. I did that for a purpose. Amen. So when it comes down to the, going back to Deuteronomy chapter number 28, talking about these automatic blessings, going back to that verse number 1, it says you have to haltingly, diligently listen to the voice of God, listen to the call of God. Because, see, now is the time when we got to hear God when he's speaking. Because the enemy will come too. 
The enemy has a voice just as well. So we've got to know who is, when God's speaking, we have to know the voice of God. And then we have to become doers of the word of God in order to receive the blessings that the Lord has outlined here in Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Because there is also an offset. So your, your vision is being expanded. I mean, where you used to think one way, now you're moving into another arena. So God said, I'm going to enlarge your territory. Not only am I enlarging your territory, but he was basically saying everything that you have, everything that you, you, you put your hand to, God said, I'm going to bless that. Why? Because you have kept my commandments. And going back, God says, if you love me, that's that word once again, if, it's conditional. If you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Amen? Now, back 28, Deuteronomy chapter number 28. Now, verse number 6 says, Blessed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. In other words, whatever God sends, sends you to do, you know, God says you, you're going to be blessed. Why? Because you're keeping his commands. You're keeping the word of God. And then it goes on to say in verse 7, The Lord shall cause thine woe. The Lord shall cause thine enemy, enemies with the S, that rise up against thee, to be smitten before thy face. It's called, your, your enemies will be smitten before your face. The enemies will be smitten. In other words, God said, I'm going to cut down your enemy. Amen? Hey, it, go, this is part of the automatic blessings. Part of the automatic blessings. He says, the Lord shall command the blessing. Well, the Lord shall cause thine enemy. Verse 7. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way. Huh. They're going to come out against you one way. And then the Bible says, and then they're going to flee. How many different ways? Seven different ways. I mean, they're on, they on the run, ain't they? They might rise up against you, but they don't understand they're rising up against God. Amen. And when they leave you, they're going to be going in all kinds of different directions. Amen. Amen. So don't worry about your enemy because God got them. God will take care of them. God will take care of that matter. Then verse number 8 says, The Lord shall command the blood. I like that word command. I like that word command. God said, I will command those blessings. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou, look at this, setteth thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. God says here in his word, he says, I'm going to send that, com that the command of blessings. And if everything you put your hand to, God says, I'm going to send a command. I'm, I'm, my command is bless it. So whatever you're about to undertake, whatever, whatever God has placed in your, uh, shown you in your vision, God says, I am going to release everything you put your hands to. That's powerful. That, that, is, that, is, that is totally powerful. But, but there is a condition. There's a condition. I'm going to read verse 1 and, 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 and Deuteronomy chapter number 28. I'm going to read it again. Verse 1. It says, and it shall come to pass. That's a promise. There's that two-letter word, if. If thou shalt hearken diligent, if you will listen to the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do. How many of, how many of his commands? All. All of his. We can't pick and choose what we want to do. Can't pick and choose. You got to take all of God's words, Amen. Yeah. It, is, it does not always feel good to our flesh, right? right? 
But uh, if we want to fall in the line, we're talking about all these blessings, your vision, you know, uh, enlarging your territory, doing some other things you never thought you'd be able to do. I mean, everything your hand touched is going to be blessed. It goes back to the part wherein there's an if clause. It's conditional and it's based upon the commands of God. No Ain't no other way around it. God's word is still true. Amen. Amen. God's word is still true. Can't, can't shuck and jive in this. Can't do it. No. Because, see, when you start and, and, you, and you move off track, what happens? God will cut down those blessings, and next thing you know, you wonder what happened. Well, what happened is we didn't continue in the way. Because, see, a couple, couple of Wednesday nights ago, we talked about uh, walking in integrity. We have to continue to walk in integrity if we're going to receive the blessings of God. Amen. Now, he talks about now in verse number 9, watch what he says. He says, the Lord shall establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he has sworn unto thee, if thou shalt, whoa, here he says, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God, and do what? Walk in his ways. When you're talking about walking, that walking is continuously. You know, you have to, God says, you know, he will establish us, establish us as a holy people. When, when people begin to look upon you and, and, and see the, the, the way you're walking and operating in the will of God, God says here in his word that uh, if you will keep his commandments of the Lord, thy God, and walk in his ways, he's going to establish us. You know, sometimes we're not established because our footing is not, is not sure. But we have to make sure that we're walking in the ways of God in order to be established. Because we, we are mouthpieces for God. We, we, the, the Word of God says we are the light of where? We are the light of the world. And so we want to make sure our light does not go out. Amen? We are the light. We, we're, we're the salt of the earth. That's who God says we are. And one thing about light, light going to shine. Light can dispel darkness. Light will shine. Now, let's look at uh, the next thing. Uh, verse number 10 says, And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord, and, and they shall be afraid of thee. See, sometimes people, when, you, when you're walking in the will of God and walking the way of God, and, and the anointing is upon you, some folk don't like to be around you. Amen, because they, you know, they, they, they worry about, you know, what you say, Minister Marshall, say, amen. They, they think you're strange. Yes, we are. We are. According to the word of God, we are peculiar people. You know, we're supposed to stand out in the right way. You know, we're supposed to shine like a noonday sun. Now, drop down to verse number 12. It says, the Lord shall open unto thee the good treasure, the heaven, uh, to give thee rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand, and thou shalt do what? Lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not do what? Boy, we got a ways to go, right? Help us, Lord. Amen. 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 We all got a ways to go. Amen. To be a blessing, okay? Now, verse 13 says, And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If, as always, there's stipulation and condition. If 
that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to do what? To observe and to do them. And this, this, this might be a bitter pill and it's kind of hard, amen. But God says now that, that as, as we, these blessings automatically will come upon us, then what happens is people will begin to look, and, 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 and I'm sure many people now come to you, come to some of you and say, hey, you know, I, I need this, you know, can you let me have this, amen? Now, and, and you're able to do that, you know, because you're walking in, in the way of God. Now, watch what happens when this order is reversed. When it's reversed. Because see, there's a blessing for keeping the commands of God. Then that coin flips to the other side. Because a coin has two sides. It's got a head and it has a tail, right? Now, uh, verse number 15 says, And it shall come to pass, if, that's that word, that's the conditional, if thou wilt not hearken, listen unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and to observe to do all of his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. If it, 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 it flips it, it reverses it. When we, when we fail to follow uh, uh, the commands of God, then the Bible says here, and looking at verse number 16, it says, Cursed shall thou be in the city. In other words, your vision will be cursed. Cursed shall, shall thou be in the field. I mean, in the enlargement of the territory of vision, that's going to be cursed. 17 says, Cursed shall, uh, curse shall be thy basket and thy store. In other words, you won't have more than enough. They're all sufficiency. Then 18 says, Cursed shall be the fruit of the body. That the, 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 when you're trying to birth a vision, then that vision will die. He says, Cursed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep. Verse 19 says, Cursed shall thou be when thou cometh in, and cursed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall set upon thee cursed. Ooh, watch this verse 20. When we don't keep his commands, you know what I mean? When we don't follow the things of God's uh, word. Verse 20 says this. The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, and rebuke. Now, some folk might say, well, that's the devil doing that. No, no, not all time. Now, you know, we, we blame too much on the devil, right? Verse 20 says, The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vexation, rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand unto for to do, until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly, because of the wickedness of thy doings, whereby thou hast what? Forsaken me. In other words, when we forsake God, we reverse the, we reverse the blessings that God has set forth for us. As we're operating in the will of God and keeping the commands of God, the thing God tells us to do, because when we see what Jesus says in the New, New Testament, he says, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. If you love me. See, now when, when that thing changes and we begin to forsake God, you know, oftentimes we can forsake God and go after the things of the world. And when we begin to go after the things of the world, what happens is things begin to go downhill. Amen? So we have to understand, okay, now, okay, God, I, I, I need to see what's really, really going on. But God says here that we have forsaken him. That is what's happened in, in, in our world today, that uh, when we begin to look at the things of, of God and the people of God and, and, and many, many facilities and, and, and buildings, they have forsaken, the, the, they have forsaken God. 
Because when it comes down to it, you know, we're supposed to be the light of the world, the Christians do. But there's so much going on that nowadays Christians don't even stand up for what's right. You know, they'll go along with what's wrong. Amen. They'll go along with what's wrong. They won't stand for what's right. But God says no. And oftentimes I wonder how in the world can one person stop prayer from going into the school system. And it's gone forever. I, I, I don't, don't quite get, get that. One person, not, not two, not a, not a group of people, not a host, but just one person that was adamant about the thing that they wanted. They wanted to shut down God. They wanted to shut down the communication that we have with God. So, so the main thing is we have to make sure that we stay in that automatic blessing flow. Because, see, God, these are the promises. He says, if you don't forsake me, automatically the blessings are going to come. There's no if, ands, and buts about it. They're going to automatically come. Sometimes we, 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 we get, a, get, get an overflow and like, okay, God, what's going on here? But then we're thankful and grateful because we're walking in the will of God. And then sometimes there comes a time, amen, when, things, when, when the bucket goes dry. It, it goes dry sometimes. <laughs> and there's a reason why it goes dry, amen. But it's not that God has provided. God always provides for us. He always does that. Because he's not a God that he will lie. He will provide for his people. You never have to put God up for non-support. You'll never have to put God up for non-support. Because God's going to take care of his children. He will take, and, and the beauty about the mercy of God, sometimes when we don't act like his children, he still takes care of us. I mean, I mean, is that not amazing? The, the love of God, the love of Christ. But we want to walk in those automatic blessings because we also want to fulfill that scripture where we want to be the head and not the tail. We want to be the lender and, and not the borrower because there comes a time when I might need something. Amen. And I may have to come to one of y'all and say, hey, I, I, I need something, right? So if you're walking in the way of God, amen, then automatically you say, okay, Sister Brother, what do you need? What, what do you need? And it's vice versa, Amen. Amen. So, so that's how it's supposed to be. You know, be a lender, you know, uh, but, but have wisdom now. I'm not saying to take what God's giving you and shuck it out to everybody. No, that's not what I'm saying. Amen. Because you don't want nobody that, that, that takes what God has given you and then turn around and, and they've wasted theirs. But we want to walk in that flow of automatic blessings. Your vision is blessed. Your territory is enlarged. You got more than enough, all sufficiency. I mean, that's powerful. Anything you're, you're spiritually, you're birthing, it, it'll, it'll come to pass. It, it, it won't be aborted uh, because we're walking in automatic blessings and we are, we are keeping the commands of God because there is a condition. But you know what? We can fulfill that condition. We can walk in the will of God because we've got a helper. We got the Holy Spirit, he is our helper. Amen. He will teach us. He will lead us. And he will guide us in all truth. He'll show us which way to go, how to do everything. Amen. No more yet. Let's give God a hand clap of praise. Amen. We praise God. Amen. Praise God for his word. Amen. Automatic blessings. Automatic blessings. And I thank and praise God for allowing me to stand with the toothache, with swollen gums. But God is still good. Amen. Because I don't feel no pain right now. I might feel some afterwards, but don't feel done right now. Amen. Automatic blessings. Automatic. And God is operating. God is doing that for his people. God is doing that. He's doing that for his people. You're blessed. 
your house of destiny, you all are blessed. I cannot say it enough. You all are a blessed group of people. And we thank and we praise God for you. Amen. Because God's going to give you knowledge. Knowledge. You're able to alter that knowledge. I don't know. Many of you are able to uh, uh, minister to others. You begin to release knowledge that they don't even know about. See, that's because you're walking in the right way. So we're just thinking, we're thinking, we, we praise God for that. Amen. One more time, let's give him a hand clap of praise. Amen. 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 We thank God. We thank God. We, we thank God. Would you like to say to you, each of you, we thank you for your prayers. Um, we, we are grateful and we're thankful. I have to say that uh, my brother's on the upward. Um, uh, he's going moving upward. He, he drove the other day and uh, I praise God for that. He had cancer. I said, hey, I'm using it in past tense. I'm saying past tense because he, now he calls and his voice is strong. And uh, he was just like down low. Amen. So we're, we are appreciative and we are thankful that God is, is 